For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Everybody, I'm the best, it's the best, it was the best there ever will be there, but not before me, there'll be none after me, therefore, I am the one and only Jake Kobe, and welcome to Wrestling Made Simple. We got a different kind of week this week, we got the news of the week followed by a SmackDown review, there is no Raw review this week, as Raw decided just to do a highlight show. I'll get into that a little later on of why they did that. But then we have a review of the Royal Rumble 2005. Very fun Royal Rumble when you look at some great matches, clash of really people who you've completely forgot had great feuds, but still awesome to see. Then we have your drink of the week followed by a reading from the Book of Rules. And then finally we have your super battle droid which is going to be the Baldry of who I thought was the worst part of 2022. But let's get into the news as WWE is apparently planning to split to split the WWE and Universal title once again. Apparently the talk is there will be two two world titles going into WrestleMania. No word yet on how they plan to split them, but WrestlingNews.co is reporting the following that the current plan for WrestleMania's Night 1 and 2 main events of WrestleMania are WWE Champion Seth Rollins versus either Cody Rhodes or Drew McIntyre. Now, the reason there is the or is because The Rock is not confirmed for WrestleMania yet. I believe he will be, and we will see him at WrestleMania in Night 2, which will be the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus The Rock or Cody Rhodes. So they have it just split just in case of The Rock not showing up so Drew McIntyre can challenge Seth Rollins. I hope we get Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes for the WWE Championship. This is smart of them to split the titles. In my opinion, I really think that it's one of their better ideas. Let's move on to the next story. As a WWE future match may have been spoiled by Mountain Dew, of all people. Mountain Dew ran an advertisement on their YouTube channel in which they promoted the following pitch black match for the Royal Rumble, which they are sponsoring. 
apparently nothing nothing's been made official. All we know is there will be a men's and a women's Royal Rumble. But there may be a pitch black match, which I guess the lights will be out in the arena. Anything could happen. No disqualifications. I imagine this will be a Bray Wyatt match, especially if you watch the ad for the pitch black match. It's on Wrestling Ops Twitter. I'm sure you can find it if you just Google pitch black match. I'm sure you'll find the Mountain Dew commercial you'll see that it's basically it's Bray Wyatt's lettering for when he had the fiend of the let me in and everything so yeah I'm pretty sure this is a Bray Wyatt match let's move on to the next story as Dominic Mysterio has been arrested I want to point out this is all kayfabe Dominic Mysterio has not really been arrested this is not really Dom being arrested they basically tried to do the same thing they did on Thanksgiving. Dominic shows up with Rey Mysterio. Very funny. Um, he actually pushed Rey. The talk is this will be a match at WrestleMania. And I would love to see Dominic versus Rey at WrestleMania. Maybe in a ladder match for Rey's mask. And whoever wins actually will be the new kind of Rey Mysterio. But anyway, it's they had Rhea get slapped by Rey's wife and Dominic ends up getting arrested for home invasion. So this was funny. It was I actually really do like WWE. I want to see him do this for New Year's too. People were saying do it for New Year's, do it for New Year's. I completely agree this is gonna be funny as fuck. And it really does make me actually excited for the plans for Dominic Mysterio going further. The This is genius because it's actually showing Dominic's strengths of a pre-taped thing rather than having him try to talk on the mic where he has no talent. So, it could be fun with this, but I'm just waiting to see how they'll how they may ruin it with I'm trying to think of how they could though it'd be hard for them to ruin this anyway but it was a pre-taped segment it was very funny to see um you actually had Dominic say hey 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 you can't let him take me in jail I won't last in prison call Finn call Priest have them bail me out the only problem is, he, and if, if that's your thing, I'm not king shaming. I don't give a fuck what you do in the bedroom. It's your thing. But the only problem was him calling, uh, him keeping calling Rhea mommy. I just didn't like that. I thought it was kind of stupid. It would have been funny to call Rhea just, hey, Rhea, babe, bail me out. To really show that if they are in a relationship. Because they keep calling her mommy, but I don't know if this is an actual relationship. We haven't seen anything on screen. We haven't seen him kiss. We haven't seen him do anything on screen. We haven't seen him go on a date or anything besides this. So, I would actually like to see them do something romantically to prove that, yeah, this is something that is a romantic pairing. If not, hey, the smart WWE just keep us guessing. But at the same time, I want to see something to prove romantic couple. But let's move on to SmackDown. SmackDown kicked off with the bloodline. 
Roman Reigns talking about how he will team up with Sami Zayn to face Kevin Owens and John Cena. Reigns said everybody knows he's going to what he's going to do next week in Tampa. He's going to show up, smash everybody, and leave because that's what he does. He's the tribal chief. Also, known he has made multiple millions of dollars smashing Cena and Owens. Then you got Sammy on the mic. Sammy saying that Kevin Kevin says existence has ruined his life. He does not like how Kevin's name has been tied to him through his whole career. Sammy then said the bloodline will destroy Cena and KO next week, and both of them will acknowledge the tribal chief. After this, we got the Usos versus the versus Hit Row for the WWE Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. Fun, cool match. I really did enjoy this. The Usos are really on par with really El El Cheto. They really elevate everyone in the tag team division to make them to really bring up everyone in the WWE. So it's really fun to see this. Usos pick up the win with the 1D. Of course they do. They're not dropping those titles till at least WrestleMania. We then get the gauntlet match to earn a SmackDown Women's Championship match against Ronda Rousey on next week's show. It started off with Xia Li versus Emma. Xia Li was able to pick off Emma. Xia Li then picked off Tegan Knox. Raquel Rodriguez came in and beat Xia Li. Raquel Rodriguez then beat Liv Morgan. And then we got Raquel Rodriguez versus... Sonya Deville, Rodriguez was able to pick up the win there. And then we get Shayna Baszler coming in. So, Raquel Rodriguez picks her off. She's the number one contender. Apparently, Ronda Rousey is not very happy about this. Very fun match. Raquel Rodriguez really looking like a star. And Xia Lee looking like a star here. I really thought this was fun for Xia for Lee. Xia Lee really did deserve something like this. Not a push to the Women's Championship, but to look strong in this match. You think that Bray Wyatt saying LA Knight owes him an apology and that no one was listening to him. I'm really loving Bray Wyatt on the mic this time. This, it was Ryan Satin, I believe, who, put, who talked about it. He said... That we are really seeing a Bray Wyatt that we have not seen before of he is truly being himself. So LA Knight comes out, tries to beat the shit out of Bray Wyatt, but Bray Wyatt actually lost his train of thought and attacked a cameraman. And he, Bray Wyatt even said that he wasn't Uncle Howdy, which we all know already. I mean, how the hell would Uncle Howdy be standing up there when Bray Wyatt's in the ring? So. After this, we get a match between Rey Mysterio and Angel Garza. Rey Mysterio able to pick up the win here. I wish this was a little more showing off Angel Garza. Because I feel like Angel and Ray could actually have a really good feud. Just my opinion. We then get Scarlet backstage calling, Rid- calling Riddick Moss a fool. So Emma slapped her. Karen Cross says Emma has no idea what she's done. Apparently the talk is that the Royal Rumble we're going to get a mixed tag match of Karen Cross and Scarlet 
versus Emma and Riddick Moss. So, hmm, that could actually be fun. And then your main event, we get Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus Imperium Ludric Kaiser and Giamon Giovanni Vinci in a Miracle on 34th Street fight. Awesome match. Really thought this was funny. The Actually, you would have the New Day make, uh, make an appearance as the Nutcracker and the Ballerina from the from the ballet, the Nutcracker. So that was funny to see. Braun Strowman and Ricochet pick up the win as they deserve to. Really like this fun match. Awesome way to have them really go out with this feud. Miracle on 34th Street Fight is just fun to see. And that was your SmackDown review. Again, I won't be reviewing Raw because Raw was a clip show, a pre-taped clip show this week. Very funny, thought it was different, but apparently one of the main reasons they were doing this was because of a... They wanted to just give people the night off, but also there were a lot of traveling mistakes for a house show that they were doing of Alexa Bliss, Bailey. Um, Seth Rollins, Damian Priest, and I think a couple other people were actually stuck and could not get to the next show. So they had to basically change a house show. Apparently there was supposed to be a lot more involved with this clip show, but they decided to pre-tape it so that way they will not have these travel problems that everybody else had. So that's why there was no live for all this week, basically. Let's move on to the Royal Rumble. This Royal Rumble was a fun one because it really showed the beginning of a new era for WWE. Uh, focusing on newer stars, creating something different rather than focusing on the stars of the past. It kicked off with Edge versus... Versus uh, Shawn Michaels, which I actually never knew this match really happened. It was a great match to watch and be like, holy shit, this was an unbelievable match. When you're watching it, you're just thinking, hmm, what a clash of, what a clash of styles. I didn't picture this. I didn't think this would ever really happen. But now that I'm watching now, I'm like, huh, Edge versus Shawn Michaels. That really does work. And it was a great match. Edge was actually able to pick up the win with the roll-up and holding the ropes while the ref wasn't looking. Edge picks up the win after they hit everything. Spear, concerto, electric chair, driver, anything that they could have done, they did for this match. And... The only problem I have with this match, it's a problem I have with kind of every time they do it, is when someone's like walking, when the heel's walking away up the ramp, kind of like shooing off everybody, and then you have the face chase them, chase them up the ramp, and then... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hits him with a chop or something, then you just see the heel just start walking back to the ring like, Oh, okay, I guess I'll go back now. I hate that. That pisses me off every time, so... That was the only part of this match I really didn't like. We then get the Undertaker versus Heidenreich in a casket match. The start to this feud was basically Heidenreich costing the Undertaker the WWE Championship in the last ride match. Fun to watch this match because it really showed off Heidenreich's at one of his best parts of his career before he would join the LOD 2000 and, hmm, God, the LOD 2000, what a mess. The Undertaker would hit the tombstone on Heidenreich to roll him into the casket and pick up the win here. We then get John Bradshaw Layfield defending his WWE Championship in a triple threat match against Big Show and Kurt Angle. What a cool match to really show JBL as a cowardly heel, but at the same time as a very competent wrestler. He would hit the clothesline from hell on Kurt Angle to pick up the win, and he would have JBL actually go on to defend his title later on at WrestleMania against John Cena. So we'll get to that later on. After this, we get Triple H versus Randy Orton in a 21-minute classic for the World Heavyweight Championship. Triple H had won it back from Randy, had won the World Heavyweight Championship from Randy Orton after he dropped it to Chris Benoit at WrestleMania 20. So you have Triple H getting his title back against his former protege, Randy Orton. Randy Orton was kind of the end of his first face run here. He was not a good face to start off his career because people always said he's a cocky kid. He's just cocky. And people really liked him as a heel. So this was kind of the end of the face run for Randy Orton. They would move on to Batista to go on to be the big face, the big face guy, not the biggest star from Evolution in wrestling at least. Triple H would defeat Weird New Orton with a pedigree, a little help from Evolution. But Triple H would pick up the win here, and you would have him retain the World Heavyweight Championship, which would end up costing him later on at the WrestleMania. On to that with this. The 30-man Royal Rumble. This was a doozy of a Royal Rumble. You would have everyone and their mother involved. 30-man Royal Rumble of... It would start off with Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit, the two guys to really be the first. They main event WrestleMania last year. By the way, I want to point out, I have this on Wikipedia as well. Wikipedia, what the fuck are you doing having the Raw and SmackDown being just so red and blue to the point you cannot read the order? Like, I'm having trouble reading this. You would have Muhammad Hassan. You would have Sky Tuhati, John Cena, Mark Chinderak, Paul London, 
Paul London would take a clothesline from Kane on this one that really pissed off Vince McMahon for overselling. So that's funny to see. But let's face it, we're all here because of the end of this Royal Rumble. Edge would talk about this Royal Rumble perfectly in an interview with Inside the Rope. So I'm going to kind of quote this. Edge would say that he was... So Edge was the third man eliminated. He was the third person to be thrown out. So second to last, he gets thrown out. He's making his way up the ramp and he turns around to see what's going on. And he... So that also goes to show, by the way, they were really focusing on younger talent here. Edge gets eliminated and he turns around and sees John and Batista hit... And he said it perfectly, it was simultaneous. There was no question. These guys hit perfectly at the same time. To where he looked and went, oh fuck. This is going to be bad. And he walks back and he just sees Vince McMahon like doing the Thanos power walk. Pissed off as all hell. Running to the ring. So Vince McMahon slides into the ring. And tears both quads. My God. And then tries to walk out. What the fuck? So anyway, Batista and John Cena are the last two in and they hit simultaneously on the ground. Both have an argument for why they won and everyone will always say, credit to the referees because the referees played that perfectly of them running up one, the Raw raises Batista's hand. The Raw referee says Batista's the winner. The blue SmackDown referees. By the way, I miss those blue shirt referees. Those blue shirts were awesome. Raises John Cena's hand. No, it's John. It's John. John Cena won the Royal Rumble. So Batista actually is the first one to pick up on. He's like, oh yeah, all right. Well, let's play this. So he takes John Cena, throws him out, and then you have John... Tim get in the ring celebrating, and then John Cena throws out Batista. So Vince McMahon says, no, 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 we're not doing this. All right, restart the match. Let's see what happens. John Cena and Batista will come in, and whoever wins this match, whoever wins from these last two is the Royal Rumble winner. So Batista was slated to win the Royal Rumble and go on to face Triple H at WrestleMania, while well, the plan was for John Cena to go on and face JBL. These plans were not changed. That's what ended up happening. As Batista did throw over John Cena over the top rope to win his first Royal Rumble. I want to point out Batista's history. History of winning Royal Rumbles. He has this one. And he has the Royal Rumble at WrestleMania 30. To go on to main event WrestleMania 30. I can't remember exactly what year that was. Let's see, 2005. Uh, 2014. He would... Eliminate Roman Reigns to a chorus of boos. It seems Royal Rumbles and Dave Batista are cursed. I just wanted to point that out. It's funny to me. But Batista would win the Royal Rumble here and would go on to main event WrestleMania against Triple H to win the World Heavyweight Championship. Batista, it was very cool to see he was the really cool face coming out of Evolution. It was originally supposed to be Randy Orton at this moment at WrestleMania, but people just viewed him as a heel. He was a better heel than he ever was a face at this time. Nowadays, Randy Orton's a great face. He works both face and heel perfectly. 
But Randy Orton at the time deserved to be a heel, and he would actually, after having his plans canceled, go on a feud with The Undertaker at WrestleMania 21, having arguably one of the best matches of the streak. So, you know, it's fun to see how a change of plans leads to something even better. But that is my review of the Royal Rumble 2020, or Royal Rumble 2005. If I had to give it a grade, it would definitely be an A grade for this Royal Rumble, just because of the stories that have come out, and it was really the culmination of a new era. It wasn't the PG era yet, but it was the beginning of the real PG era, kind of the end of the Ruthless Aggression era to me. People would say, oh yeah, this is the Ruthless Aggression era, but we're getting all the people who built the PG era of Batista, Edge, John Cena, shit like that. You're getting the three main who really built this era, Randy Orton, Triple H, and, oh, it's funny to say, because Triple H has basically been a part of every major era. He's been a part of the new era, been a part of, been a part of the ruthless aggression, the attitude, and the PG era, and now with this era, whatever we call it. The Thunderdome era, and then now. I don't even know what to call this era. But, it's fun to watch this and see this. I want to point out that by the way, after tearing both quads, Vince McMahon tried to walk to his limo. Edge was told, do not go in the hallway, because Vince McMahon was trying to walk to his limo to go to the hospital. Holy fuck, can you meet a tougher guy. So if I had to give this pay-per-view a grade, a, a grade, the only thing that brings it down is the finish of the Royal Rumble. It was smart for the refs to really think on their feet, but... It would have been way better if Batista just had that one moment of, it's just Batista, there was no question. Don't get me wrong, it was still cool to see, and it's, uh, again, it's a ending of a pay-per-view that we still talk about to this day. It's someone something that everyone still remembers to this day. Hey, you remember the Royal Rumble 2005, right? Yeah, I remember John C. and Batista going over. So, you know, it was it's funny to see... But at the same time, yeah, you know why this pay-per-view is remembered. Now let's move on to your drink of the week. Sticking with the Crown Royal, a Royal Whiskey Smash. So this is two ounces of, of Crown Royal Whiskey, one tablespoon of half white sugar, half a lemon, eight mince leaves, and crushed ice. So what you're going to do with this is you're going to add the mint, add the lemon, and add the sugar to the base of the glass, you're gonna muddle it. You're gonna take a muddler and muddle it well. Make sure it's basically juice at this point. Then you add the ice and the whiskey. You're gonna shake that. You're gonna remove the ice from the shaker and transfer that into the rocks glass. Transfer everything into the rocks glass. You're gonna garnish with ice, basically crushed ice and a mint leaf. And that is your drink. It is a very strong drink, so please drink responsibly. Do not drink and drive. Do not drink if you are under the age of 21 in the United States. And do not overconsume on alcohol. Oh. And now a reading from the Book of Rules. Luckiest numbers in the Royal Rumble. 
27 most wins. Number one, most likely to last the longest. A winning, a reading from the Book of Rules. And now, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Super Battle Droid of the Year in wrestling. The person who I feel has really brought down wrestling the most in 2022. Now, there's a lot of people who it could be. The internet wrestling community, for one. Um, Lacey Evans. Tony Khan. It could be me, for all we know. But no, who I feel has really brought down wrestling the most is... Ronda Rousey, ever since coming, she had one moment at the Royal Rumble, one time. That was her moment for wrestling in a whole for this year, and her winning the Royal Rumble was okay at best, but if that's supposed to be your big moment, then she goes on to have that terrible, awful feud with Charlotte Flair, one of the worst WrestleMania women's main events I've ever seen, has that terrible feud, then... Uh, basically costs Liv Morgan her run as Raw as SmackDown Women's Champion. She basically proved that she basically had Liv Morgan fighting for every second of TV because it was more of the Ronda Rousey show. And now even as a heel, there's there's good heat, and it's always been said wrestling. There's good heat, and there's go away heat. Ronda has nothing but go away heat. She is every time I see her, I just want. I'm just like, please, just stay off of WWE TV. Just lose the title and go away. I cannot wait for her to lose the title at WrestleMania. And apparently, there's talk she's going to retire after this. I never thought I would say this because I don't like saying people deserve to be fired. I don't like people losing their job. It's not why I try to advocate. But Ronda Rousey has enough money to where she can just retire and just enjoy life. So you know what, Ronda Rousey, please just leave. The way she treats Shotzi, the way she's treated Raquel Rodriguez, the way she, they're pushing Shayna Baszler as her cowardly assistant. It's just pissing me off every time I see her on screen. So, Ronda Rousey, here's your newest award. The Battle Droid of the Year. The Super Battle Droid. Droid. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. I have been the big guy. This has been Wrestling Made Simple for the year of 2022. What a year it's been. It's been a fun year for me. And I'm looking even more forward to Wrestlemania in LA where I hope to see a lot of my fans out there if you guys are friends with me and have my number please hit me up and let me know if you're going to Wrestlemania can't wait to see all you guys have fun and I'll talk to you guys next week on Wrestling Made Simple for the first Wrestling Made Simple of 2023 have a great one with the Lucky Land Slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.